Bill, do you think that the college football playoff is even more popular than you thought it would be when it was adopted? Jimmy, we had high expectations. It's been seven years ago since the playoff was adopted, and uh, we've exceeded those expectations. We've exceeded them in what the playoff has done for the game nationally and just overall popularity. Uh, fans, coaches, players love the college football playoff. What has it done for the game? Is it the popularity? Is that what you're talking about? Yes, it's been, um, it, it has made the game which was largely a regional game before, not totally, but in many ways a regional game. It's made it more of a national game. People in the SEC footprint have to pay attention to what's happening in the Big Ten, Pac-12, all around the country, much more so than they did before. What's the biggest compliment you have had regarding the college football playoff? Well, I will say this. It was an awesome opportunity to be able to create it from scratch. Mm -hmm and to be a part, first of all, to be a part of the creation of it, mm -hmm. to help the commissioners and the presidents walk through the process, and then for them to say, make it happen. Get, Bill, give us a plan. Give us a plan for staffing. Give us a plan for selecting sites. And no one will ever have an opportunity like that ever again. It, it, was, it was remarkable. It was great fun, a little bit of stress, but mostly just fun. And I just, we just kept pinching ourselves thinking, wow, they want us to do this. They trust us to do this. Uh, they believe in what we're getting ready to do, and let's go make it happen. You didn't have a lack for bids of sites, did you? I mean, there were a lot of folks that wanted to be a part of this, bowl game sites or NFL sites, etc. Yeah, there were a lot of people who wanted to be a part of it. Obviously, we went to Dallas for the first one. Um, that's where our office is, great facility, great air transportation, great hotels. Dallas was a natural to host the first one. And then Phoenix kind of fit in the same category. Mm -hmm. um, but then we decided after that, let's move it around. Let's go to Tampa. Let's go to Santa Clara. And of the first 10 years of the playoff, each of the 10 championship games will be in a different city. I like that. We're taking championship football to different parts of the country. Will the 11th site be a return site, or has that been set yet? We haven't talked about it very much. You know, a bunch of, several of us can sit around just visiting about things and kind of going through cities, uh, possible cities. Uh, we can go another year or so without starting over if we wanted to. I don't know if we will, uh, but at some point we will start all over. And it won't be a rotation. It'll be selecting the best sites and, and going there. What's been the biggest complaint you've had about the college football playoff? Oh, you know, I talk to people at church. And <laughs> and people they complain on, at church? People on airplanes. Yeah, they don't like the hymns we're singing. <laughs> but uh, I think people are just so happy to have a playoff. Um, I hear people say, oh, we don't like the teams that are getting in. We don't like the teams that are playing in the championship game. Well, that's <laughs> that one is kind of silly because no one can control what happens on the field. Uh, people do occasionally say to me, well, you ought to consider a different format and more teams. Some even say less teams. Uh, my, my life is college football. My life is a playoff 24-7, and I enjoy hearing from people. But the vast majority are, are just happy with what we have, very happy with it, and more importantly, uh, so is our, our board. I thought the biggest complaint might be the need to expand, to go to eight teams. If there is expansion, at what point do you have to have those conversations? We have a 12-year contract. Well, obviously, we're headed into year six. And at some point, I don't know when, at some point I would guess 22 to 
24-ish. We'll need to talk about year 13 and beyond. And that'll that'll happen when the time comes. You know, our, our... my bosses always talk about what, what what's the best format, and and it's good. They, they will continue to talk about it, but I think that that twenty twenty two to twenty twenty four range is probably the best best guess. I remember you saying that when you formed your committee, that everybody said yes when you ask them. Is that still the case? Do you still have a lot of people? Because I know you rotate people on and off. Do you still have a lot of interest in people serving on the committee? We do. We do. We've had uh, 30 people has served so far, uh, in current, including the current group of 13. Um, they've all been honored to give back to the game, uh, honored to be a part of this, happy to devote the time it takes to participate. And then we have, we have, um, we have Senior Day whenever they finish their last meeting. <laughs> And with, with a little bit of emotion and uh, farewell to the committee members who are leaving, thanking them for their time. And it's hard for them to realize, hey, I've been in this room for three years and I won't be here anymore. Um, it's, it's, it's a select uh, group of a family of people who've been on the committee. And we, we stay in touch with the former members, uh, obviously. And it, it, it's, it's the most remarkable group of people overall that I've ever worked with in my career. Intelligent, uh, high integrity, dedicated people who love college football just as every bit as much as you and I do. When you rotate people off the committee and new ones come on, have you noticed any difference in the criteria of those that are trying to select? Because everybody might have their own idea about this team or that team. Have you noticed any difference in the criteria? The criteria and the protocol remains the same, no matter who's in the committee chairs. But I've been working with committees for 40 years, and it's it's obvious that any time a committee member changes, a little bit of the chemistry changes. Uh, they bring the, the new member might bring a different perspective than the, than the previous member did. And we've seen that with this group, with the groups that are rotated off and the new classes that have come on. But they, they continue to focus on the same criteria and the same protocol. That gets handed down from committee member to committee member. All right, three years in a row you've seen Alabama Clemson in the final. Has that had any impact on attendance? Nope, it has not. Um, our, our attendance has been strong. Demand for tickets has been strong. Um, Santa Clara, you probably read about people early in the week saying, oh, woe is us. <laughs> the, the stadium's going to be half empty or whatever. And then everybody who was there that night just came away saying, wow, this was a wonderful atmosphere. All the seats were filled and people from the SEC and ACC, the Southeast Quadrant a foot, mm. footprint made their way out there. I talked to a, a couple from Clemson, Clemson fans from South Carolina who had driven to California and they just said, we're not going to miss this. And so we're going to drive. So no, we, have, we didn't see any diminishment whatsoever. Uh, and we certainly won't this year in New Orleans. It'll be, a, it'll be a strong event. Has there been any impact with Alabama Clemson repeating in TV ratings? No, the viewership's held up great. I mean, it's it, the, our championship game is, is uh, I forget the stats right now, but it's always one of the top viewed cable events in history. Uh, people are tuning in to the college football playoff. Uh, has it had any impact, do you think, the, the college football playoff and the New Year's Day Six on attendance at other bowls? Do you think that has had any impact at all? or? 
or not? I don't think so. Um, the other bowls' attendance is, you know, it's 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 held up. Uh, their TV viewership is held up. Um, attendance may have ticked down a little bit now that I think about it, but I don't think that's because of the playoff. I think perhaps it's because of the fact that uh, there are a lot of bowl games, and so teams, lots of teams now. Uh, think of a lot of a lot of fan groups. Let me say it that way. Think of a bowl game as an extension of the regular season. Oh, we're going mm -hmm. to a bowl game. It's automatic for Iowa or Auburn or or, or I don't know Texas Tech th to think. Okay, that that'll be our thirteenth game. Um, so it's probably not the unique experience that it was forty years ago uh, going to a bowl game for fans. That is, um, but the thing people don't don't like to talk about or you don't hear much about is. The, the viewership is, is held up terrific for bowl games, and really bowl games outrate other sporting events during that time of year and certainly anything that's on, on regular TV. One other thing about the uh, Alabama and Clemson. So for three years in a row, their fan base has had to travel to two different venues, semifinal, then a final. Have you noticed any difference in the attendance of the Alabama and Clemson fans at semifinals or finals? We haven't. And you know, actually, they they go to three because they go to their conference championship well, game right. too. Yeah. And no, they they still go. We when we put the playoff together, we wondered about that. Mm -hmm. We sure. uh, we ask ourselves. We feel like, by the way, we should be our own harshest critics, and so we ask every question possible of ourselves. And and one of them was, would the fans go to conference championship games, semifinals, and finals? And they are.